Welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. We live in a glass, half-empty world. With all the constant reports of death, destruction, and deception, it can be difficult to focus your mind on anything but what's going wrong. But if you want to reap the benefits of positive living, increased self-confidence, reduced stress, better relationships, and more happiness, you must first learn how to say no to negativity. In today's episode, I'm going to give you four proven strategies for seeing the bright side that have a powerful effect on your personal happiness. So if you've ever struggled with finding the silver lining and want to chip away at your glass half-empty habits, then listen as I show you how to stay positive in a negative world. Creators. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, welcoming you back to another episode of Create You. Hey, you're joining me today on episode 57, and I'm so glad you're here because today we're going to be talking about how to stay positive in a negative world. And I'm going to be sharing with you four proven strategies for seeing the bright side that have a powerful effect on your own personal happiness. But before we begin, I want to start by sending our love and positive energy to everyone affected by the earthquake in Ecuador over the weekend. You know, natural disasters like these, I mean, they they really remind you what's important and they really tax the ability of those affected areas to help everyone who have experienced losses. So if you'd like to be sure to be helpful in this situation, uh, of course, send your prayers and positive energy you know, their way. But also, you know, be sure to donate. Uh, donate some financial help to them. Uh, be sure to do it through a reputable charity whose programs will efficiently help those in need. Obviously, the American Red Cross is on the ground down there. Uh, organization called World Visions on the ground down there. There are some uh, people in Ecuador who are local that are doing great work down there. Just, uh, you know, look them up. Make sure that, you know, they have the best interests of the people that they're helping at heart and that your money is going to go straight to those affected and it's going to help them greatly. So, uh, you know, there's so many things going on in our world. Sometimes a natural disaster helps us all give pause to the idea that Mother Nature is completely indifferent to all of us human beings and doesn't care if we have built buildings or cities on fault lines uh, and reminds us regularly how small we really are. So it's times like these that help us kind of pull together as humans and help one another no matter you know, where we're from, what country we're in, uh, you know, what nation we're a part of, what groups we belong to, uh, that being human is the thing that unites us and keeps us together. Also a reminder that if you don't have a copy of my book, Your Best is Next Yet, then now is the perfect time to grab one uh, because I'm going to be teaching you the six keys that empower you to create a fulfilling future and overcome the pain of the past. And in the springtime, we want to grab those opportunities while they're in front of us and we want to make sure that we are springing forward into our best life, creating what we really want. So just go to www.yourbestisnext.com for more details and you'll have an opportunity to download and try the first three chapters absolutely free, no charge to you. So let's get into this today. Staying positive in a negative world. You know, one of the traits 
that many of the most successful people share in common is their ability to cultivate a positive outlook on life. Having a glass half full, silver lining type of mentality helps to enrich people's sense of self-confidence, decrease their stress, improve their relationships, and enhance their satisfaction and personal happiness. Now, in addition to all those benefits, cultivating a positive outlook also helps you create more of what you want in life and dramatically less of what you don't. Why? Because you'll recall from many of my previous podcasts that everything is energy. Everything is energy. At the subatomic level, we're constantly attracting more of the energy we're vibrating with into our lives, whether we like it to be true or not. Like attracts like. So if you are vibrating with love, you're going to attract more love. If you're vibrating with fear, you're going to attract more fear. Now, the benefits of positivity and so many more that I haven't mentioned are all available to you. Right, All that self-confidence, that decreased stress, the relationship improvement, the enhanced satisfaction and happiness, as well as creating and cultivating that positive outlook brings more greatness into your life and helps you create the life you really want. That's all available to you. But you must know that before you can have them, you first have to learn how to say no to, neg- to negativity. Right? You can't say yes to positivity while you're saying yes to negativity. You have to say no to negativity in order to allow positivity to flow into your life. And why do you want to say no to negativity anyway? Why is it important to stay positive? Because negativity saps the energy from your life. It saps the good stuff. It saps your strength and your and your ability to just fight on a daily into the direction that you really want to be in. It brings bad things to you. I mean, like we just talked about. We talked about the quantum energy. We talked about the subatomic level of matter and how we're all energy down at that level. And at that level, negativity will just attract more of what you don't want. You need to have a mindset shift because negativity is a mindset that keeps you looking at the things that are going wrong and trying to correct them. Instead, if you shifted and you focused your thoughts and your mind on how you can help things go well, then you could plant the positive seeds of success. This is an important episode because shifting that mindset might be one of the most important things you could ever do for your life. If you really want to improve and you really want to get better in your life, in your work, in your relationships, you want to break through to some seriously dramatic results, you're going to have to shift that mindset. And this is one of the, the largest mindsets that you could possibly shift from, pos- from negativity to positivity. You know, in general, we would all prefer positivity. Wouldn't you agree? We would all prefer positivity to negativity when asked, right? But living it out on a day-to-day basis can prove to be pretty difficult, especially in a world that's so eager to listen to the next fear-producing news story and focus on the problems that are all over at hand. So how do you cultivate a mindset and posture of positivity in a mostly negative world? Well, Here are four proven strategies to help you do exactly that. So let's get into it. Number one, find a better state. I'm not talking about state farm insurance now. I'm talking about your state of emotional state, okay? Find a better state. Now, when I refer to your state, I'm referencing your current mental, emotional, and physical condition. And the reason you must begin with your state is because it your state, is the major determining factor of the quality of the experience you're having in your life every single moment. 
Every single moment, you're in some sort of state. Now, we can give these states lots of different names, but I like to refer to them in only two, two ways. Disempowering and empowering. You're either in an empowered, powerful place where you're, you're able to access your resources and all of the emotions that you want to connect with, like love and life and the flow of energy that you want to produce, or you're in a disempowered place where you feel cut off from the flow of life and the energy that's within you. You're not resourceful. You're focusing all the things that are going wrong, and you're generally negative. Disempowered, empowered. Those are two states, and I want you to be in an empowered state because that's where the juice is, and that's the higher quality of experience for your life. So when I say find a better state, what I mean is I want you to get into an empowered state immediately. And the beauty of a state is that it can change in a heartbeat. It can change in an instant. Snap my fingers, you can change the way you feel about the situation. So let me illustrate this. I mean, my dad, when I was growing up, he used to run his own business. And uh, I remember really well that, you know, we might be in a complete knockdown drag out family fight, like yelling at each other, you know, freaking out about, you know, where we were going to go for dinner or some goofy thing like that. And then the phone would ring. And because it was uh, attached to my dad's business, every time the phone rang, no matter what kind of state we were in, angry and just mad and screaming at each other, as soon as he answered the phone, he would say, hello, flag residence, right? He would completely change his state in a heartbeat. And you guys know exactly the kind of uh, examples I'm talking about here. I mean, like when you know you're you're arguing with your spouse, and then the doorbell rings. You go to the, get the you you forgot that you ordered you know Chinese or whatever, and you go to the door and you answer it, and there's the delivery man standing there, and you're just nice as can be. And then as soon as that door closes, you're right back at it. So don't tell me that you can't change your state. We all have the ability, and we all exhibit it in those everyday situations all the time. Now you just need to make it work for you and consciously, intentionally make it work in your favor. So whether you've just woken up and you're struggling to keep those thoughts of work and the anxiety of the day at bay, uh, or you're in the middle of your day and you're feeling run down and you're sluggish after you had your lunch and you're not sure where you're going to find that energy to keep going, here are two simple things you can do to change your state in an instant that will get you back on the positive track. Number one, move your body. Move your body if you want to change your state. Remember, we're talking about finding a better state. So if you want to find a better state quickly and easily, just move your body. If you're sitting, stand up. If you're standing, do some jumping jacks. <laughs> if you've got your hands on your hips, then take your hands and put them up high in the air like you've just won a, a race. One of the quickest and most ignored ways to make yourself feel better in the moment and give yourself a radical shift in confidence and well-being, by the way, is to adjust your, your physiology. Adjust what you're doing with your body into a more empowering posture. Just give it a shot. Uh, you know, if you can still feel negative when you're standing up straight and tall with your chest out and your hands raised in victory, then maybe at least you'll get a laugh at yourself, which is sure to make you feel better, right? So move your body as a way to find a better state. The second way to find a better state, surefire way to find a better state is to get grateful. Get grateful. Now, you hear me say this a lot on the podcast, and there's a reason why. Because it works. It works, you guys. Gratitude is one of the most powerful states you can be in, and it is easy to summon by simply asking yourself one question. What am I grateful for right now? 
What am I grateful for right now in this moment, in this instant? Start small. Look at your feet. Are you grateful for your shoes? Yes? Good. Then we'll start in there. Are you grateful for the pants? Are you grateful for your shirt? Are you grateful that you got clothes on your back? Are you grateful that you have food on your plate? Are you grateful that you have clean water coming out of the taps? We could go on. Are you grateful that you have air to breathe? Are you grateful that you live in a country that allows you to listen to this podcast? Are you grateful for the things in your life in this moment? There are plenty of things to be grateful for, friends. There are plenty of ways to find gratitude and elevate it in your state. And when you do, it's one of the most powerful emotional states in your arsenal. When you become grateful, you can no longer be fearful. When you become grateful, you can no longer be powerless because it taps you into that true spiritual power of looking uh, at what you have and being thankful for everything that's in your space and in your life. And when you're grateful for things, you're no longer mad at them or angry at them. It just changes your state for the better. So find a better state by moving your body and getting grateful. That's number one. Number two, number two way to stay positive in a negative world is, oh my gosh, this is maybe the best one. Say no to the news. Say no to the news. This is one of the first things I recommend to every single client of my own. And I would suggest to each of you incredibly supportive listeners of this podcast to stop watching the news. Now, I'm not asking you to like bury your head in the sand or anything, but if you're an avid news watcher, like if you're the guy, if you're the person who wakes up and, and listens to or watches the, the, the morning shows with all the news from the night before, and then you watch the national, international news updates throughout the day, or you get them on your phone, and they're like, you know, notifying you all day long about the things that are happening all over the globe, and then you're getting your evening and nightly news casts from the local news and from the international news, then you're going to see a massive improvement in your quality of life in a very short period of time just by saying no. Simple as that. Seven days even. In just seven days, in one full week, if you're not watching the news, you will notice a drastic improvement in the quality of your emotional state and in the quality of your life. I am not even kidding you right now. I'm not asking you to be completely disconnected from reality, and I'm not asking you uh, to you know act like tragedies and bad things don't happen, but what I am asking you to do is to be intentional with how you receive and process negative information. The news's job, the media's job, is to find the story that lights you up in a more fearful way, right, in the most fearful way imaginable, and then replay it over and over and over again so that they can keep getting eyes on the screen, and the eyes on the screen mean more advertising dollars in their pocket, which keeps the lights on, which keeps the media stories coming for the next fearful one. Their job is not to find the most positive outlook on life and give it to you. Their job is to give you the most most fearful, destructive, you know, story that they can find and and leave you, you know, wanting more of that uh, because it's going to stick with you and you're going to start wondering what's going on. It's going to mess with your brain, it's going to mess with your psyche, it's going to mess with your soul. You'll start you know, vibrating with that energy of fear and it might happen to me and what about this and I heard about that thing and about this place and I shouldn't go down that road and you should never live in that neighborhood. I mean, seriously, resist the urge. Resist the urge. Resist the urge to click on every single terrible tragedy news story that finds its way into your feed. And while you're at it, 
while we're letting go and saying no to the news, why don't you also say no to your social media news feed? Because honestly, most of the time, you end up scrolling through your news feed feeling like you're missing out. FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. You feel like you're missing out on something in your own life because your friends are in you know, some, you know, Bora Bora and they're posting pictures and you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not successful enough. I can't even afford to go to Bora Bora. What's the matter with me? Right. While we're at it, get rid of that social media news feed for a few days and see how you feel about your life. Because I got to tell you, all it, all it breeds in many of us is this fear of missing out. And we start to get down on ourselves. We start to get into a negative state about how much we need to improve our own lives and we start comparing ourselves to so-and-so, just stop the madness. Just say no to the news. It's my new, just say no to drugs. Just say no to the news. Just say no. So staying positive in a negative world is possible, and the first way to do it is to find a better state by moving your body or getting grateful, and the second way to do it is to just say no to the news. The third way to do it, number three, strategy number three, is to stay curious instead of critical. Stay curious instead of critical. Now, sometimes it's a struggle to look on the bright side when all we're seeing is the gray sky. And I know there are some of you out there, right? I used to be one of them. It's hard sometimes to look for the silver lining when all you see is the gray cloud. But this strategy helps you to withhold judgment of a situation and by doing so, allows you to stay empowered in what could easily become a very disempowering situation. Staying curious really just means that when things aren't going your way and the situation looks pretty grim, you can simply refrain from being critical and pointing out all the mistakes, flaws, and imperfections by asking yourself, what else is true about this situation? What else is true about this person? What else is true about this circumstance? That's all you want to ask yourself. What else is true about this? What else is true about this? I know I'm getting some facts coming my way. I know I'm computing some information and data from the situation, but am I getting all of it? What else could be true about this? What else could be true? What is also true? Another way to ask that question. Because when you stay curious, what you do is, first of all, you're making no assumptions about the situation, which is very important because when we make assumptions, we rush to judgment. And when you rush to judgment, you lose the ability to influence the situation. You lose the ability to influence the person you're speaking to if you're judging a person. When you rush to judgment, nothing good takes place. It truly doesn't. So it, it, what it does, is it, when you stay curious, you're, you're making no assumptions. And two, you're opening up the door to your critical thinking skills. You're giving access to your, from, you know, from your soul, right? You're giving access to your brain to allow it to, to find all those awesome resources that you have stored away and your critical thinking skills. Because being critical actually shuts down your ability to think through a situation because you've made a judgment about it, so now you've lost the ability to continue thinking about it because you've already made your decision. So if you instead get curious instead of critical, then you open the doorway to your critical thinking skills, and instead of being critically minded, you retain your ability to influence the outcome of whatever situation you might find yourself in. And that is an important benefit of staying curious, my friends. So how do you stay positive in a negative world? Number one, find a better state. Number two, say no to the news. Number three, stay curious instead of critical. And number four, 
Turn your problems into possibilities. Turn your problems into possibilities. Now, there's probably no greater way to cultivate a sense of negativity than by continually focusing on your problems. And I know that that sounds like an almost impossible thing not to do, but if you're going to have a better sense of positivity in your day-to-day life and cultivate a positive outlook from the inside out, you're going to have to learn how to focus not on your problems, but on the possibilities that you now have in front of you because of what you're dealing with. See, when we look at our problems, do they get bigger or smaller? When you look at something, does it get bigger or smaller? By staring at it, is it going to make it any more clear to me how to fix it? Probably not. It's going to get bigger, not smaller, right? And it's it's going to become more difficult to find a solution when all I can see is the problem. Barbara Fredrickson, a positive psychology researcher at the University of North Carolina, published a paper in August of 2000, uh, excuse me, 2011, which provides surprising insights about positive thinking and its impact on all of our lives. Now, what she did was she tested the impact of positive emotions on the brain by setting up a small experiment. And during this experiment, she divided her research subjects into five groups and showed each group different film clips. The first two groups were shown clips that created positive emotions. Group one saw images that created feelings of joy. Group two saw images that created feelings of contentment. Group three was the control group. They saw images that were neutral and produced no significant emotional response. The last two groups were shown clips that created negative emotions. Group four saw images that created feelings of fear. And group five saw images that created feelings of anger. Afterward, each participant was asked to imagine themselves in a situation where similar feelings would arise and to write down what they would do. Very open-ended question. Now, each participant was handed a blank piece of paper with 20 blank lines on it that started with the phrase, I would like to dot, dot, dot. Remember, they're asked to imagine themselves in a situation where they would feel the same way and write down what they would like to do. Participants who saw images of fear and anger wrote down the fewest responses. Meanwhile, the participants who saw images of joy and contentment wrote down a significantly higher number of actions that they would take even when compared to the neutral group. They wrote down more than anyone. In other words, when you are experiencing positive emotions like joy and contentment and love, then you will see more possibilities in your life. These findings were among the first that suggested positive emotions broaden your sense of possibility and open your mind up to more options. And if you want to read that full paper, I'm going to include it in the show notes for you over at uh, the website. So what good does focusing on your problems do for you? It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do you any good at all. None. Nada. Zip. Zero. Focusing instead on finding a better state like joy and love and peace and contentment and then opening yourself up to the possibilities of your particular situation is the way to go. And I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that you cannot forget the power of a language when you're referring to your problems. Because when you stop referring to problems as problems 
and instead start referring to them as a possibility, an opportunity, an option, a gift. When you start seeing them as something other than a problem, then you will be able to find the power in yourself to find the solution to whatever it is that's in front of you at the moment. You'll find so much more life inside the idea of possibility, and you'll find life so much more satisfying when you turn your problems into possibilities. So to summarize what we've learned today, we've covered four strategies for staying positive in a negative world. Let's review. Number one, find a better state. How do we do it? A couple of quick ways. Move your body. Change that body. Just, you know, whatever. If you're frowning, smile. It will literally change the way you feel. Move that body. And number two, get grateful. Get grateful. Start small. Work your way up. Get grateful. It's the most powerful emotional state you can find yourself in. And when you find a better state, you're going to open the door to all good things with positive outlook and all the benefits that you want to receive in your body, in your mind, in your relationships, in your work, everywhere. Number two, say no to the news. Just let it go for a week. That's my challenge to you. Let it go for seven days. If you still want to go back and you just can't live without it, then learn ways and strategies to reduce the amount of stress that you get and the fear that you end up vibrating with when you read and pay attention to so much of that news. Just say no to the news for seven days and see how much better you feel. I would love to hear your comments if you take me up on that challenge. Number three, stay curious instead of critical. It's a simple one, but it's an important one. Just stay curious enough to keep asking yourself that next question. What else is true about this situation? What else is also true about this person? What else can be true about this moment? Just keep staying curious and asking the next question to uncover deeper and deeper layers of options and opportunities that are right in front of you. And number four, turn your problems into possibilities. You know, I once heard my mentor, Tony Robbins, say, that problems are just surprises that you don't like. And surprises that you do like are presents, are gifts, right? So turn your problems into a gift. Turn your problems into possibilities. Find the gift in them, and you will have a much better positive outlook on what's happening in your moment, and you'll be able to access the solutions that you need. Hey, come on over to jeremyflag.com slash episode 57. And tell me which one of these strategies you'll be using more often to stay positive and why in the comment section. I would love to hear what you think. If you enjoyed this podcast, then be sure to share it with all your friends on social media today. I would really appreciate the love. And if you haven't yet, take 30 seconds to rate and review the show in iTunes and Stitcher. It helps elevate the status of the show and gives more people just like you an opportunity to create breakthrough results in their life, work, and relationships. And if you're a first-time listener to Create You, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud so you'll never miss another episode. As we close today, I want to leave you with this fabulous quote from the great country singer and songwriter Willie Nelson, who said this, which is perfect for our episode. He said this, Once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. Couldn't have said it better myself, Willie. Don't allow your circumstances to get the best of you, friends. Find a better state, say no to the news, stay curious, and turn your problems into possibilities. You'll soon find a lot more life in your days when you replace your negative thoughts 
with positive ways. Have a breakthrough day, friends, and I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for listening. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. And don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says, please rate and review the show in iTunes. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag create you. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on create you and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be back with another life changing episode. You won't want to miss it. So be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every show until next time. This has been Jeremy flag reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.